everyone, welcome back to the Tej Talks podcast. It's 2024, people, and I'm pushing out more content for you. I'm delivering more content for you. So obviously, I talk on Reels, I talk on YouTube, but I want to kind of deep dive into a topic which I've touched on in both, and this is KPIs, so Key Performance Indicators. I want to talk you through what they are. I want to, I suppose, show you briefly how you can define them, how you can set them kind of in line with your goals. And I do this with my mentees and on my e-learning. And then also talk you through, you know, quite a few of the reasons why I think they are really important. Now, a lot of people say, oh, you know, I don't really work with KPIs. I don't like being number driven and like being focused on having to hit this number every week and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of used to say that, but then I realized, okay, end of the week, end of the month, um, I had a goal to, you know, I don't know, um, sign two people into my mentorship program. Okay. I did one this month. So, oh, right. Okay, cool. That's my analysis done. Uh, Yeah. Great lessons to learn from there. That's pretty flipping useless, right? Like I, all I would know is, huh, I got one instead of two. And <clears throat> I don't know about you, but that's really not that helpful. And so what would be better is if I said, okay, I got one mentee out of the two I was aiming for. How many calls did I have this month? How many people landed on my funnel page? How many people uh, sent me a DM on Instagram about uh, my mentorship? How many posts did I put out in my story? How many did I put out on my feed? Did I mention it at the end of every reel and everything? Did I show my current mentee's progress? Did I follow up on the people that I could? You get what I'm saying, right? Now, this second scenario is t- infinitely better than the first scenario because I can I can look at the activity levels that would have contributed to that outcome. And without knowing what activity I'm supposed to be doing or measuring the activity I'm doing, I have no real idea of reviewing what I've done. And then, and therefore, because I don't know what I've done in that first scenario next month, um, surely I'm going to get the same result or worse. I might luckily get better, but I'm not going to be able to make myself better. I'm not going to be able to look at what I've done, analyze it and be better because, well, there's just nothing there. Whereas in the second example, I've got 14 different data points here with you know, another 14 points within each one about stuff I could be doing, haven't done, I could be tracking, you know, which which could also then lead to me saying, oh, okay, you know what, that avenue is not really not working for lead generation. I'm going to stop that, you know, that avenue really isn't bringing in what we need. Let's, um, you know, kind of like A-B testing on emails or, or Facebook ads. And that makes a massive difference, you know, in terms of how I can then understand what I've done and understand what I need to do moving forward. So, uh, you know, I hope that example highlights the importance of having KPIs, right? For people who say, I don't need them, I don't want to be numbers driven. Look, that's fine. Like, you might be in a creative industry, right? But you, if you're running a business, you will always have numbers. A number of portfolios uh, designed, number of websites designed, how many clients have I spoken to? How many views have I got on my Behance page? You know, like it, there is always a target and something you can set. And by the way, you know, the more, and there's a balance, right? Of, of not having too many and having too little, but we'll get to that. 
So for people who don't know what KPIs are, they are key performance indicators. They are very important in measuring the success of an organization, of yourself, of your colleagues, of anything. They are usually numerical uh, values, indicators, things we are tracking that lead usually to an outcome. So you want to raise investment funding for your property business? Okay. Well, are you going to speak to 20 investors this month? Are you going to post 40 times on social media on two platforms? Are you going to ensure that every single one of those 40 posts has a call to action at the end of it? Are you going to try and send your investor pack out to at least 10 people this month? Those are KPIs, things we're tracking, which should lead to the goal, which is to raise investor finance, right? That's what KPIs are. They're pretty simple. Uh, you can set them yourself. You can set them with your mentor. You can set them in a group. If you're part of a mastermind, you can set them together. But oftentimes they are going to be personal because they're based on you and what you want and what you've done and what you're going to achieve. And so a lot of the time, the KPIs come from your smart goals, right? Now, you know, it's January, people have probably set these goals, some probably failed them already. Nice one, guys. Uh, <laughs> you want the KPIs to come from your smart goals. Because once you've set them, right, they're specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. You know, like, those are the top level, right? So raise this year 500 grand of investor finance by... 15 properties in nine months like Ted did. Yeah, no, please don't do that. Buy 15 properties this year. Uh, get to 100,000 followers on YouTube. Those are your, uh, let's, let's make them smart, sorry. Get to 100,000 followers on YouTube in the next 12 months uh, with milestones at 25, 50, and 75K. And then, you know, the other ones, they were quite specific, measurable, and achievable, and irrelevant. That's fine. But that leads to scenario one that I said earlier in the podcast, which is end of the month, you're like, oh, okay, how much have I raised? 20 grand. Okay, well, I've got half a million on a raise. So, um, okay, <laughs> what do I do? You know? No, you want to be in a situation where you say, yeah, I sent 10 packs out, but got nothing back from them. But I had 20 face-to-faces and actually raised money from them. So maybe this month we'll focus more on that. So, you know, your KPIs come from those smart goals. And if you have a business, right, with or without staff, you know, the business can have KPIs too. And in fact, it should. I have KPIs for the cleaning business just because I'm running it. There's still staff there, you know, and there's some sort of um, soft KPIs, you know, like with a certain cleaner, like I went and saw one today and it just missed a few things again from the last clean. And I don't want to have to go and check up on him all the time. That's just, there's no money in that, right? And so I gave them the feedback. But I always give people a check. You know, I always say, is, is this finished? 100%? Do you want me to check it? Or do you need five more minutes? You know, whatever, whatever. But yeah, just things where I was like, mm, dude, come on. Like, if I wasn't here, you would have left it like that. And that's unacceptable. But it's not the fucking standard that we have. Um, that's what I wanted to say to him. And to be fair, the next time he does it, I'm going to say, dude, it's the third time this hasn't been noticed. Can we, can we sort of talk about this? Like, what's your problem <laughs> or you can leave um look i'm not like that but at the end of the day we have a quality to uphold and to create in a standard but the soft kpi from that is okay that's two out of the two times i've seen you you've left similar issues right okay i'm counting 
The next two times cannot be like that or else there's going to be an issue. That's a kind of soft KPI because I'm not, you know, I'm not tracking it. It's not in a spreadsheet. It's not, you know, but it is being remembered um, and it is aligned with the overall business goal, which is to be the best, to have the highest standards. So you got soft KPIs and you got the more traditional kind of hard KPIs. Now, these are benchmarks because you do your first month and you'll hit 90%. Do your second month, you'll hit 92%. And you might think, oh, you know what? I busted my ass these last two months and I'm at 90 and 92%. Maybe these KPIs are not, you know, maybe they're unrealistic. Maybe they're too high. Maybe they need to be lowered, you know, depending on how you feel. Some people like to push for more, some people like to go for less. But then you have to look at it and say, well, you know, this is trying to set a benchmark. But my benchmark is consistently below what it should be. And then you can actually, before you change it, is look at why. You know, what happened that month? Were there events? Were you busy? Were you watching too much Netflix? Were you watching Encanto on Disney? Best film ever. You know, what were you doing, right? Why, why has that happened? You need to ask yourself that, right? It's so important to measure that performance. Identify the success, right? Which is, which is important here. Don't forget, we're not just using these to look for areas that need improvement. We're also doing it to like celebrate and see the success and see what works, right? These will then enhance your decision-making because you know moving forward what's working, what isn't, what you have time for, what you don't have time for, or even what you're not making time for because you're like, oh, I hate that. It's really boring. Like, I don't want to do that. Can we outsource it? But you're not admitting it. But the data will admit it for yourself. Now, accountability is super important, right? Who's in any accountability groups? Let me know. love to know how you're finding it or you're paying for it, if it's, you know, if it's kind of of benefit to you. Now, accountability is super important. Now, guess what? If you have a spreadsheet, even, even if it's just for you, you and your goals, you and your property portfolio, you and your M&A goals, and it's just you looking at it, right, every week, every month, and there's no one else holding you accountable. That spreadsheet, that document is holding you accountable because you're going to see every month, oh, flipping like again, I didn't do, you know, the numbers I was supposed to, or this week, like, oh, totally forgot to be commenting and engaging on people's posts damn it i haven't hit my top it holds you accountable because you're writing and there's there's a power in writing or typing getting it down seeing it there's power in the visual visuality of it you're holding yourself accountable it's going to be nowhere near as good as a mentor because i'm your mentor and i see that you're not hitting your kpis you know what i'm saying we're gonna have a problem bruv (laughs) we have a problem um but there is still accountability. And also it allows you to have accountability with your mentor and with others, right? Because you know what every, you know, I do my KPIs every Friday, 4 p.m. I go through my weekly KPIs. And at the end of the month, I go through them. It takes 10 minutes to do the weekly ones, monthly ones, you know, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour to really assess, deep dive, can I go into them? Um, You know, you're holding yourself accountable and you can track your progress not well, not just your progress, you can track employees' progress, you can track their motivation. Because if they're not hitting it, it may be a case of they're not getting paid enough. They don't understand, they don't care. You know, and if that's happening consistently, like I'm talking about with my cleaner, then we need to look at what's the motivation here, or are you not suitable for the business and see you later? Yeah? Hire slowly, fire fast. That's my mantra. Mantra, as they say in the US, because that's an English word. Lol, definitely not. Um I think it also 
I think this is more important if you have staff, but it allows real time monitoring. You know, if you have, um, you know, a cold, a cold calling team, a team who are doing email marketing, you can be tracking them daily, you know, depending on the kind of level that you're working at. So it does allow real time tracking. Now, return on investment. We all care about this, right? Well, KPIs let you know what's working, right? And what's not working. They also show you if you're working or you're not working. And so if you want to make £10,000 a month from your copywriting business, because you've read Alex Ramosi's book and you think it's that easy, uh, like all the DMs I get, Jesus. Then how do you know if, you know, doing, you say, oh, right, I'm going to do 50 free samples this month. Okay. Last month you only did 10 and you made £1,000. So you think, okay, well, if I do 50, I might make 5000 And then this could form part of my strategy. Cool. But you do 50 and you make 2000 Why is that? That needs looking into. Look back over the data. Look back at your CRM. Why didn't the rest of the people work with you? Is it because you did too much and your quality dropped? Is it because, you know, this is just not, you know, a good time for copywriters because it's everyone's year end? Or, you know, why? So it allows you to say, well, I'm trying to make 10000 I'm making 2000 but I'm doing five times the work. So is there a return on investment? And it might be, is there a return on investment I'm happy with, right? And then, you know, to summarize all of this, really KPIs allow us to set daily, weekly, monthly tasks, activities, things we should be doing from our SMART goals, allows us to track them and to improve upon them. Whether you have a business, whether you're an independent person, it works either way. And the key sort of phrase, I think, for all of this is continuous improvement. KPIs allow you to continually improve what you are doing. I'm a big, big advocate of them. With all of my mentees, one of the first sessions we do is we have like a future vision. We then put that into smart goals. We then break it down. We then put it into KPIs, sometimes daily, mainly weekly and monthly. But for some people, they need them daily. We might even look at calendar blocking to ensure they get hit. But KPIs are super important for continuous improvement. If we're not continually improving, we're being stagnant, yeah? Like those ponds which smell a bit and then the mosquitoes come from. Uh, or we're going backwards. And the only time you should be going backwards uh, is when you're parallel parking. Uh, or if you're swimming backwards. But swimming backwards, I always find it a bit awkward because you're like, oh, am I going to hit the end of the pool? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I go swimming abroad and like in nice hotel pools, but... I don't know. I've never really been to a pool in, in in England that's clean. Is there something in the British culture that like means you can't have like uber clean swimming pools? Because the rest of the world does it. But here, it just does. Sorry, tangent. But anyways, continuous improvement. Make sure that you set KPIs, you track them, you monitor them, and you improve on them. And actually, can I give you a K, Can I give you a KPI? It, would it, would it be okay if I ask you one thing? This podcast, not this episode in particular, but the TED Talks podcast, share it with two people. Go on, two of your friends, two of your enemies if you want, but share it. Share it with people and say, hey, I thought of you, XOXO, boo. Uh, you know, you'd enjoy this. Bye.